Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, everybody. It's another week and another week of football talk. It is June 22nd, Monday. I'm Chris Landry, and this is SEC Football and Beyond. And we're going to talk a lot about what happened over the weekend, just some news and notes around college football, around the SEC in particular. And we're going to talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks today. We're going to break them down. We talked about Vanderbilt, another program Well, that's probably even in worse shape. We'll see what Sam Pittman can do. What are the hurdles that he has to overcome? We're going to get deep dive in to the Arkansas Razorbacks. We are, um, of course, each and every day bringing you some college football talk. We are excited about announcing the debut of SEC Gumbo with Blake Ruffino. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, so starting tomorrow, you're going to be able to check that out. Where do you get it? You sign up for it at iTunes, Spotify, Stitch, wherever you get your podcast. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Same thing you do to get this podcast. You sign up, you're going to get that one. Um, you can also find it on LandryFootball.com. Certainly all the avenues of which um, you can get all that information. Uh, you want to make sure that you... Uh, have that, and uh, make sure that you check out all of Blake's stuff. He does a great job. So <clears throat> we're excited to have him. We're working on the other podcasts. Those, quite frankly, we have plans to debut mid to late July, the other podcast. Blake wanted to get started sooner, which we're excited about. We're going to be doing some things on Twitch, which will give you more information. If you're not familiar with it, you're going to love that. Both Those of you that like to go online, Watch it. Uh, you're going to be able to watch the podcast. You're going to be able to have the ability to interact. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So you don't want to make sure that you check that out. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Um, and it's all brought to you by all part of our Landry Football family. 
And so you want to make sure that you check out everything that we're doing there. Breaking down the world of college football, breaking down the NFL, that's what we do at LandryFootball.com. That's what we do each and every day. We are deep into the film room analysis of the college and pro game, breaking down rosters, studying the rosters, and certainly bringing you the latest inside uh, the world of college football and the NFL. Take advantage of our scouting season offer today uh and um that'll get you that uh best offer that we've ever had get you ready for the football season unlike any other time so make sure that you check that out also you want to check out our great friends at 401k generation if you got a business and wish to set up a 401k or if you got an ira whatever the case may be whatever your needs are money management investments 401k generation is where you want to go to get expertise in financial planning. Uh, they can help you. No obligation phone call or text. Give them a call or text at 1-866-998-5879. As we do, take you around the world of college football. Um, we uh, always try to keep you posted on the latest things that are going on. A um, couple of things around the country. Kansas State shut down their workouts due to COVID-19. They've had a lot of positive tests there. Michigan get a verbal commitment from a really good four-star defensive end, Quentin Somerville. Um, he was expected. Um, Baylor getting a verbal from four-star cornerback, Lorando Johnson. Um, he had been previously committed to LSU. Uh, Six-foot, uh, 181-pound corner. Obviously, Dave Aranda was very familiar with him, was recruiting him at, over at LSU. Speaking of LSU, they've got over 30 guys currently in quarantine, meaning 30 guys, not, I think about uh, 16, 18 of them have tested positive, but the others have been in contact with someone directly. So um, that's going to be the it thing now to be talking about who has tested positive for this and that and how many people are out uh we're going to have we're going to have a lot of that um uh, you know going back and forth um around uh, the world of college football sure you heard by now it came out friday that clemson's got about 23 guys so a uh, lot of issues there going on um some um other news uh, around the country. Well, we've got a lot of news. I know that uh, Florida got Kamar Wilkinson uh, verbally committed on Friday. Um, he previously committed to Tennessee, now gone to the Gators. Um, so uh, he committed to late April. Remember, we talked about it. Tennessee, good class if they can hold him. This is one example of a guy that's moving on. Uh, Oregon getting a verbal from four-star defensive back Jalen Davies over the weekend. Really good get for them. So you can find out a lot more inf- lot more commitments around the country over the weekend. Check out the College Football Notebook for all the latest on that. Um, around the SEC, uh, you, we mentioned the situation with LSU and the quarantine. Also, uh, Eric Monroe. The redshirt senior defensive back, highly recruited kid when he came out. He's been a rotational safety and special teams player. He has entered the transfer portal, will be a graduate. Um, also, uh, wanted to make mention, and I put in our notebook, um, 
is I kind of look at guys that could be breakout players. A&M's got a lot of young players. You've heard me talk about them. One guy to keep a lookout for is the freshman. Uh, Demond Demas is maybe is an impressive a player. 6'3", uh, 195, a top 300 player uh, that I think really big-time athlete that um, we'll see how well he can do, but I think he has a lot of potential there. Um, you know, another film room nugget, uh, Devontae Smith has the most catches with 10-plus yards after the catch um, among the returning wideouts in the 2020 season. So he's someone that obviously is um, is a um, going to be a big factor this year. And, of course, you know by now that uh, that Tennessee is dismissed running back Tim Jordan. And uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Ohio State and Alabama's um, scheduling. That's certainly big. Uh, for them. Also, by the way, uh, Mike Leach, Mississippi State, going to be going, playing a home-and-home back with Washington State. Um, Alabama getting a verbal from four-star Christian Leary was big. By the way, some good news. Look out for Alabama to get the Brockermeyer kid. Uh, Yes, the longtime Texas kid that, um, you know, certainly – we, we, you're looking at the top players um, in the country, and we'll see where they're going to go and what the issues are with where they might commit and where they might, you know, back off. But one of the guys that um, I'm hearing a lot about that may end up surprising is that the Brockermeyer kid, who I uh, scouted and recruited his dad, certainly someone that has a ton of ability, but there is a lineage there of the young, the family going um, to uh, Texas, and it looks like he is going to be committing to Alabama. We'll keep you up-to-dated on that. Tommy Brockermeyer is really, really talented, and I know there's a good relationship with uh, Kyle Flood, who's uh, obviously on Nick Saban's staff. Uh, But, you know, you're talking about with – uh, with uh, Rock Brockermeyer, who uh, played at Texas, uh, it's a big big would be a big loss for Texas. Probably a bigger loss for Texas than a in a big get for Alabama. But you know there is a belief that uh, and this is an example: a Texas Orange blood, true and true, uh, believes that you know that Alabama is the best place to go to get developed. And obviously thinks it's a better place than um, than uh, uh, than Texas at this point, which which certainly is uh, is pivotal um, in the process of recruiting. Understanding what's best for your kid outweighs necessarily the old alma mater. So we'll see how that plays out. Hey, excited for Manny Michelle, who's uh, Louisiana Monroe defensive line coach. He's going to LSU as a defensive analyst. Um, Really good young coach, and guys known him for a long time. Um, some other news around uh, the league: um, Tennessee getting a verbal commitment from four-star defensive end Hudson Wolf. Um, also, did uh, you hear that the Texas kickoff season opener between Baylor and Ole Miss is shifted 
to Sunday, September 6th. So something to look for Sunday night there uh, on that er uh, early week there. And uh, Arkansas getting a verbal commitment, their first four-star commitment from running back A.J. Green. Big get for them. So uh, excited uh, for those guys there. Um, so that's the, the, the latest um, around the league. Um, five-star tackle, J.C. Latham is committed to Alabama. That's certainly a, a big get for them. And um, so we talked last week about LSU getting the commitment from uh, Walker Howard, Jamie Howard's son. He is in the class of 2022. So those are some of the news and notes from around uh, the SEC this past week. Uh want to get into a couple of things uh, remaining uh, with uh, the Arkansas before we get to the Arkansas breakdown. A question from one of our uh, followers and listeners about um, breakdown. He's, he wants to ask, I guess, some breakdowns of some of the key personnel in the SEC. So who's the most accurate returning passer in the SEC? That's a great question because you don't have many guys, and it's not about, you know, accuracy percentage in last year and who's returning. is who's probably the best at hitting spots that's returning. I would probably have to say Kyle Trask. Um, you know, what about the strongest arm? I would say it's Jamie Newman probably will have the strongest arm of the bunch. Who's the most athletic, best scrambler? Well, that's clearly John Rice Plumley over at Ole Miss. Um, who has the best hands among the receivers returning? Wow. Uh, I would probably say Devontae Smith. Um, Jamar Chase would be in that group. Biggest vertical threat at receiver would be Jalen Waddell. Who's the best uh pass-blocking offensive lineman, that would be Alex Leatherwood of Alabama. Best run blocker would be Trey Smith. Uh, best cover guy. Well, I think it's Stingley of LSU, but Sertan's really good. Um, here's what's in, what's the best pass rusher. Hey, you know what? There's not a really good one. The the best one of the guys that haven't done it yet, maybe a kid like uh, Kobe Whiteside of Missouri can jump in there, but those are Hopefully that answers some of your questions there. Now, on to the Arkansas Razorbacks. want to spend a little time on them as we're going to break down. Gosh, we're going to have to look at this. We're going to have to, time permitting, we're going to have to do more than one. I know that. We'll, we'll fix that here coming up. But want to spend a little detailed time on the Arkansas Razorbacks. And obviously you've got Sam Pittman that come in and taking the job on December 8th and He's interesting because he's he's an Arkansas guy. I mean, he's really a an, grew up following the Arkansas program. Uh, grew up in um, in, in the uh, Arkansas border and border right there in Oklahoma, and followed the Arkansas program and went to Lou Holtz's summer camps. And you know, he's been at Arkansas before as a line coach under Brett Bielema. And, one of the best at doing that. And, you know, the big maulers that dominated you at Arkansas, that was Sam Pittman, not Brett Bielema. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, put guys to Ragnalls and Tritolas. Uh, they did, you know, a really, really good job there, and Sam was the big reason for it. Sam went on over to Georgia, did a great job there. Um, 
I thought getting a whole lot out of an offensive line. Just just a really good developer and a very good recruiter, a tireless recruiter, um, and he's going to need that. They've gone into a free-for-all last two years at Chad Morris were a disaster. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I You know, I, there's bad, there's really bad, there's awful, and then there's what Arkansas was past couple of years. I, you know, call it what it is. It's since like what October of 2017 since they won an SEC game. That's worse than Vanderbilt. That's worse than anybody. Nobody's been as bad as Arkansas in the SEC and you could put them in the mix of one of the absolute worst in the country for a while. And you know, they've they've done a very poor job administratively. They had the big power guy, and, you know, again, when, when Sam was there with Brett Bielema, they're going to run power. They're going to maul you. They're, they're go- we're going to challenge, you know, Alabama, LSU at the line of scrimmage. Well, that didn't work like they wanted. So they go and they high-chair Mars. Do something different. Well, we're going we're gonna to spread you out, and we're going to – that didn't work. That was a disaster. That was even worse. Spread you out and use tempo with Texas kids. It was a total mess. They were vanilla on offense and defense the entire time Chad Morris was there. They were really poorly coached. Um, they were the worst-looking team on film. They got blown out by teams outside the league that was embarrassing. And they got, um, you know, handled by San Jose State. They didn't get beat. They got handled, manhandled. They've really looked bad. They confused, out of place, and as a result, a little low effort, poor communication. So we're going to see how things are going to play out and whether the culture change can work. Barry Odom's a really good hire on defense, very good coordinator, did a good job running the the defense at Missouri. He He wasn't the coordinator, but... He's done a good job at Memphis and at Missouri running defenses, and he'll do a good job when they get talent. They don't have that right now. Kendall Browse, I don't know how this is going to mesh. So what are they going to do? They've got no defense. They're going to run around and try to outscore people. Okay. But when they get up, if they ever give up, get up in games, are they going to be able to control it a little bit and – um you know, he was he's a very immature coach. I think he's learned a little bit of his lesson at Florida State. I think he was a big part of the problem there in terms of, you know, when they were up. I mean, he cost some games like against Boise um, at Florida State last year. I mean, you're up. You've got to be able to, you know, know how to have a four-minute offense to be able to wear down a defense and keep your defense fresh. It's not about how your offense looks and how bright and shiny your resume is. It's about how well you do to help your team win. And young Kendall needs to learn that. He needs to learn it in a hurry. And I wonder, that doesn't look like a Sam Pittman hire to me. That smells of somebody saying, Sam, this is what we want you to do. Very curious to see how that plays out. Uh, and hope that meshes better than I fear it it, it might. Um, they're going to need to find a quarterback. I mean, they're, they're in luck. They, 
They with Ben Hicks and Nick Starko. I mean, they've got KJ Jefferson, Jack Lindsay, John Stephen Jones. They added Malik Hornsby. Um, you know, they've got some guys that uh, that are in the mix, but it's Felipe Franks that's coming in. He's the free agent that they signed and said, this is the guy that can help us. This is a guy that can make a difference for us. I don't know that I agree with that um, in terms of making a difference, but that's the guy that they're likely going to start with. He's at least made some plays in this league, um, and that's something the others haven't done yet. I know K.J. Jefferson, I thought he did a good job against Mississippi State. Um, coming off the shoulder surgery now, he's got to improve his accuracy. That's an issue. Jack Lindsay and John Stephen Jones are, are just guys. Um, Malik Hornsby is a dual-threat guy that's highly related. How quickly can they get him going? I mean, we'll see how that plays out. Love me some Rakeem Boyd. I think he's, you know, he's a top-shelf player that could play for anybody in this league. And when we talk about them not matching up personnel-wise, we're not talking about Boyd. He's not one of those guys. He can match up. He can play. Um, he had 1,133 yards and um, ranked fourth in the SEC, at the 95 yards rushing a game. He's got above-average speed, got above-average power, got really good vision, solid pass catcher. Um, Traylon Smith, his work ethic and elusiveness impress um, me. And, and uh, you know, when I've studied him on tape, he's transferred from Arizona State. T.J. Hammonds, his breakaway ability, but he's not been really part of the rotation. So much of this, too, is they really needed a spring more than most people would need it. They really needed. And then redshirt freshman, uh, the Spivey kid and Dominic Johnson, um, they've got some depth, but, you know, we'll see how good. Now, receiver, they've been a little inconsistent, mainly in the passing game, and there's a lot to do with the quarterback position. But Mike Woods, the uh, sophomore, uh, Traylon Burks, and Trey Knox, I think gives them a solid trio of Franks can play well. Um, Burks and Knox, I thought, were really a good freshman tandem in 19, but they need more targets. They need more opportunities. Deion Stewart coming off of a reconstructive knee surgery. Don't know he can give if he can give him much. Colon Jackson and Devion Warren and Tyson Morris, I think, can help in certain roles. Uh, I do like Darian Turner, 6'3", 220-pound body. Um, I don't like their tight ends depth, but I do like Hudson Henry, Hunter Henry's little brother, and I think he could take a, you know, maybe a big step and would certainly help them. Um, you look at their offensive line, which Sam is going to have to work with, along with Brad Davis, of course, is really going to coach that offensive line. Um, Ty Clary. Uh, guards Ricky Stromberg tackles um, Myron Cunningham, Dalton Wagner are back, but they got to play better. They they look really bad now. That's where you got to get better players, yes, but you got to make your players better. These guys need to be made better. Um, 
I think getting Noah Gartland back is going to help. Uh, Gatlin back, rather. Uh, and then uh, the other kid, Shane Cleland, uh, is a really big guy. And, and the Ray Curry Jr. and Marcus Henderson and the Jalen St. John kid are the big physical guys that that I know that, that, that Pitt will like. Um, they've got to make a big, big stride forward. Uh, this probably – this was a real strength for Arkansas in the old days under Pittman, and it's – been as bad a looking offensive line on tape in the SEC the past couple of years. <clears throat> I'm probably as worried on the defensive line. I mean, uh, Dorian Gerald comes back. He was lost in week one with an a, a artery issue in his neck. So thank God he's okay. Barry Odom is, I think, going to incorporate some 30 fronts while working out of a 4-3 set. So they need. There should be a deeper rotation and fresher big men. They bring back uh, Mitiano Soli, who played most of his true freshman season with a broke with a club on his broken hand. They've got Clemson transfer Xavier Kelly should get an opportunity to crack the starting lineup. Jonathan Marshall, um, the program's strongest player, is expected to be a guy that can be a stalwart inside. Isaiah Nichols and Torian Carter and Enoch Jackson and Marcus Miller could help in the rotation. The transfer Julius Coates should help them early as well. Um, Zach Williams and Gregory, like Soli, should contribute as as, um, as a rotation guys. Um, at linebacker, bumper pool with a back and Hayden Henry with a shoulder had surgeries. Look like they're going to be a hundred percent. Uh, Grant Morgan and Deion Edwards, uh, Andrew Parker and the redshirt freshman Zach Zemos have added weight and look a little bit better, the coaches tell me. Oklahoma transfer Levi Draper should help them early. Um, they, uh, they've they got five signings, and that's the, the, the spot that they really tried to attack. And uh, I think, you know um, – Burley can help them maybe earlier because he's um, he's the one guy that enrolled early. Now, without a spring, you can't tell, but I think that might be a, a, an issue. You know, Arkansas has been running out of a two-linebacker look for several years, so they're going to need more talent, more versatility there, no question about it. Um, <clears throat> defensive back. They'll miss Cameron Curl. He was an underrated player. It was a bad defense and a bad team, so no one really noticed it. But um, it hurts a safety court that uh, a, a core that's just not real deep, and they're going to play a lot of uh, dime looks. So the numbers at safety have got to improve. They got to develop better and recruit better. The corners you've got plenty of experience. They've got. Uh, Monteric Brown and Jarquise McClellan, um, Greg Brooks Jr. at the nickel. You got the grad transfers: Jerry Jacobs, Ladarius Bishop, Devin Bush, uh, Malik Chavis. Um, they signed Nick Turner and Kahari Johnson. Um, you know they're going to be a worth a watch. Uh, Joe Fauci is the returning starter at strong safety, but he has to play with much more discipline. He really. Um, was caught with poor eye discipline most of the year on film last year. Redshirt freshman Jalen Catalan had a big offseason and could be a um, a guy that could 
be that next curl or even better. Uh, Miles Mason and Mika Smith and Simeon Blair need to show some improvement. So it's an area that I think the secondary's got some talent there. It's the best-looking part of their defense, quite frankly, depth-wise. Like them a little bit better at corner than at safety at this point. But we'll see if they can transition some of those guys. Um, you know, um, Davion Warren has been one of the the best on kickoff returns. Traylon Burks does a good job, well, in a unique way of catching the ball with his hands up. But he does a really nice job. Um, they've got a really good deep snapper in Jordan Silver. The holder, Jack Lindsay's really good. And is, does a good job of being able to release and throw the football um, uh, on a, on fake field goals. Um, you know they'll miss Connor Limpert. He's you know record holder in field goal accuracy. We'll see. They've got a transfer in AJ Reed and Matthew Phillips and walk ons Rhett Thurman and um, a couple of uh, another uh, Vito Calverso, uh, another walk on punter Sam Loy. And Reed Bauer are back, but they need more from that position. They were near the bottom in terms of net punting. So that was was a real big issue with them. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm curious to see what they do. Again, I, I think that when I look at them and study them, I think Sam's a really good guy, a really good coach. Is he a good head coach? We don't know. Getting Boyd back is big. They've got to fix the offensive line that they have because I thought they underachieved. I don't think they're great, but I think they can be solid, and they weren't close to that. I don't know what Kendall Bryles is going to do, and I think what you can do with Kendall, you've got to figure out um, with Kendall, you've got to take and and allow him to do what he needs to do as a coach. But you got to manage him in the game. So you get that lead, you got to make sure that you're playing smart. He can't be out there trying to audition for his next move and be the guy that's going up-tempo all the time. Not that they're going to get a lot of leads. I'm not anticipating that. But they've got to play smart football and keep themselves in game. It's a tough program to win at Arkansas, quite frankly. And I know there was some success at times under Houston. And I know that Bobby Petrino had some success. But it's a tough job. It really is. It's a it's a fit that is always – it's been a good match for Arkansas financially. But from a football standpoint, the program has not been nearly as good as it was in the Southwest Conference. Um you know, I think they've got to get more out of that offensive line. Barry's going to have to get a lot out of that secondary. They're going to have to really come after you uh, and take some chances up front, um, particularly if they need to get the ball back. But, you know, a couple of things kind of jump out at me that really are areas that they got to improve upon. And these are some numbers to keep in mind. They scored on 40 Arkansas last year scored on 46.9% of their offensive possessions, opponents did, against Arkansas's defense in 19. Okay, that was no Power 5 conference defense surrendered points on a higher percentage of drives. 
That was 128th in the country. Their defense was abysmal. Arkansas allowed its opponents to average 33.18 points per drive last year. That finished at the bottom of the SEC and 124th in the country, the worst among all Power 5 programs. You know, they're giving up points. They're giving up long possessions. Um, and it couldn't defensively. Sometimes when you do that, you can at least generate turnovers. Well, Arkansas couldn't create any pressure. They just created like 111 havoc plays. That's tackles for loss, forced fumbles, and passes defended. It's a havoc rate of like, you know, of 13.4. That, that's, that's, that's the percentage divided by the total number of defensive snaps. That was by far the lowest in the league, worst in the league in the SEC. Um, and they managed to intercept only six passes in 2019, which tied Vanderbilt for the for the fewest in the SEC. Um, but their intercepted um, percentage-wise was worse than Vanderbilt. So when you can't defend the pass, you can't cover and make plays on the ball, you can't rush the passer, you can't get off the field on third downs, you can't uh, defend the run, I mean, you got no real shot. And so offense, they're going to have to be better fundamental, better coached on defense. I think they'll be that with Barry Odom. And I think they're on offense, they have to be at times. They're going to have to be real quick, real explosive, take advantage of tempo. But then they're going to have to know how to work the four-minute offense if they're going to have a chance. Let's look. call it what it is. There are not a lot of wins on their schedule. There's not a lot of potential on their schedule. They can certainly go and maybe beat Nevada week one. They got Charleston Southern in week, uh, excuse me, October 3rd. They got ULM on November 21st. Okay, so those are three wins you got to take care of. I mean, you can't lose the type of games that Chad Morris did. If they're able to win those three games, and if they're able to pull an upset over anybody in the SEC, and I don't know at this point who that would be, quite frankly. I don't know they beat Missouri at home at the end of the year, or they beat Ole Miss on the 14th, or uh, beat Mississippi State on the road. I, I don't know that I can convince myself that any one of those are wins. But if they could win one of those games and win these three, that would be a building block. And then let's see how they play on the road at Notre Dame week two. And then how much better they get. They play um, A&M week four in Arlington. They go to Mississippi State week three. Let's see how they competitive they are in the Mississippi State game and the A&M game. That's going to be intriguing. Then after Charleston Southern, they got Alabama and LSU in Tennessee and then at Auburn before you get Ole Miss and then ULM. Then you got Missouri. So um, maybe need to get, you know, the the wins I think are going to be scattered through their schedule and probably three at best four would be really, really good. And the difficulty of schedule makes it tough. I mean, when we talked last year about, for example, Scott Satterfield's debut at Louisville, it didn't look real promising, and I thought five wins would be big, and it was eight wins. 
and it was good on his part, and they played better, and it showed how bad that program was at Louisville that Bob Petrino left, speaking of former Arkansas Razorbacks. But it was also a byproduct of the ACC being pretty weak. And it's the SEC doesn't have that. So, you know, you go to Notre Dame as a road game, that's going to be a loss. Uh, you go to Mississippi State. Um, you play A&M and Arlington. You got Alabama, LSU, Tennessee at home, but good luck. You go to Auburn. You got Ole Miss at home. You got Missouri um, in Kansas City. So, you know, there's just not a whole lot of possibilities there. I guess you would say the best chances would be Missouri and, um, and Ole Miss, uh, maybe Mississippi State, would be the best possibilities. And, the, and folks, I'm gonna when I'm talking about break down these schedules, I'm not taking into account the screwball season we could absolutely have. With you don't know what's gonna happen and heck one of these games may be it's maybe survival of who's eligible, uh, who can play with the COVID nineteen. I get that. I'm not fact factoring in that because there's no way to know that. But that's kinda how I see Arkansas where their program is. Long way away. I think that they are by far the weakest team in the West. And if I'm looking at the future, the only difference between Arkansas and Vanderbilt, Derek Mason is on thin ice, but have at least had some success, but you see getting worse. Arkansas, first year under Sam Pittman, and he's in a year that obviously is, I think most coaches are going to get a, a, a pass due to the coronavirus, but he's got a long way to go. And it's only going to happen in recruiting and thus far. And I thought he rallied, did a pretty good job. But thus far, he's got one four-star guy. And again, I think he's probably going to be able to get some offensive linemen and occasionally get some four-star guys there. He's going to be developing those guys. He's going to have to get some difference makers. If he doesn't get some four-star caliber edge rushers, impact defenders, guys in the secondary, guys up front, and certainly add some skill guys, receivers, running backs, and he just added one, as I said this week. If you don't do that on a consistent basis, you're not going to compete in this league. And right now, they need to, they're looking up at the Mississippi schools in the West, and they need to see kind of, can they get in that mix to where they're not the worst team in the West and can kind of get in that, that mold. I mean, this used to be a team that at times on Thanksgiving weekend, they played LSU pretty formidably. And whether it was Houston Nutt, um, you know, whether it was Bob Petrino, I, I thought they did play competitively. But since then, it's 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 gotten worse and worse. So we'll see what they can do and uh, what he can do at Arkansas in Fayetteville in the ensuing years. Hey, that's a wrap for today, a reminder that um, we're going to get to uh, a program each and every day on our conference podcast. Should hope to try to get maybe a couple of them. We'll do that depending on news and notes. But check out the latest news and notes in our notebook every day on LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the roster breakdowns, the film breakdowns, Uh, on LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer today. That's the best deal we have going, so we think you'll absolutely love that. Also, check out 401k Generation, our partners here, sponsor of this podcast. Um, 
experts in financial planning, money management, um, 1-866-998-5879. They were licensed in all 50 states. So um, give them a call. They can help you. Um, I appreciate um, you joining us today. And, again, sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Make sure you do that so that you can get a listen. We did, by the way, um, uh, Blake Rafino did a kind of an inaugural SEC Gumball podcast on Friday. So you can go to LandryFootball.com and take a listen to that. A little bit of a key. I joined him for much of it. Um, and then you can go ahead and uh, book your calendar, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, actually, he's going to do it um, – uh, do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We'll see when it's going to be released. I've got to check into that. It may go to Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Friday mornings, but he's going to be doing the podcast on uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights, and eventually he'll be doing it live, so you can catch it live and certainly listen to it after. So make sure that you check that out. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Uh, join us again um, next tomorrow as we talk ACC football and beyond. Also, a reminder to flip on over and listen to us on the Pro Show. Take care, everybody. Be safe. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.